it's Andrew Wilkow. Here's my opening monologue from today's Wilkow Majority on Sirius XM Patriot. You would think at this point, the issues the Democrats, you know, it looked like all hope was lost for the Democrats going into the midterms. And then came the, well, you had the Uvalde shooting and the Highland Park shooting. And Democrats are screaming for more gun control. You have the Dobbs decision. Roe v. Wade is now, you know, on a little side note to this, and maybe somebody could help me if you've noticed this. I watch these legal analysts, these screaming female Democrat commentators. I read the sharp commentary in blogs or in op-ed pieces. And is it, are they really this ignorant as to what happened? Or is it they're using a certain faux ignorance to drive anger to drive voters? Abortion did not become illegal. The only thing that happened is now voters in states are going to make decisions about abortion regulations. Why don't we call that? Stop calling it a restriction. Call it a regulation, right? You have Emmanuel Macron sort of insult. I mean, saying he stands with the women of America. Meanwhile, France... One of the nations the Democrats are always pointing to as a model for pretty much everything has a 14-week ban. None of these people that are screaming and yelling about the industrialized world or liberal democracies or whatever it is are even taking into consideration or account the fact that these nations that they're pointing to as the model all have abortion restrictions. It's like when Stacey Abrams says New Jersey is the model. Well, New Jersey had fewer early voting days than Georgia and none of this third-party Dropbox thing. I live in New Jersey. We don't have third-party Dropbox. You want to drop your ballot? You you have to go to a government facility where there is a county board of elections Dropbox. And it's got to be filled out properly. So I, when Stacey Abrams says, well, we have to be more like New Jersey. All right, fine. Be more like New Jersey. Get rid of your third-party drop boxes. Same thing for you, Wisconsin. It was it was lost on so many of these people that were screaming and yelling that Delaware has some of the most restrictive voting laws. But on this issue, the Democrats, this is where I was going, probably privately were very excited. Very excited at the Dobbs decision, and I'm going to say it, they were probably pretty happy about the shootings too. Because they saw that as an opportunity. Never waste a crisis. Never wait. You need a crisis to not waste one, right? It gave them the opportunity to fundraise. It gave them the opportunity to get out in front of this issue. You would think by now that Democrats would have turned the tide and their prospects would be looking a hell of a lot better. But almost two-thirds of Democrats do not want Joe Biden to run for re-election. Democrats are not even standing with a president of their own party. Now, if you're going to say it's because he's being ineffective, he's not, I don't, why is anyone surprised at any of this? This man has run for president how many times? 
Do you not know who this man is? Wasn't it Barack Obama that said something like, never underestimate Joe's ability to F things up? I forgot who actually said that. I think George Bush once said if BS were nickels, Joe Biden would be a billionaire. The people that are acting like, I can't believe that Joe Biden is this ineffective or Joe Biden seems like he's in cognitive decline or Joe Biden doesn't seem like he's all there. Why, why are you surprised? We Republicans, we conservatives, we're watching this man from the side the whole time going, yeah, something's wrong with him. And if you get right down to it, who Joe Biden is, who he's always been, he's just an empty suit politician. He has no principles. He'll say to you, whatever, what, his, his most important issue is whichever one you say he has to be a, a leader on to get your vote. This man that you can, you, I could play you tape. We have played you tape. He's been all over the map. 40 years ago, exactly 40 years ago, he voted for a piece of legislation to return abortion to the states. Do you not know that? He did. He voted with Strom Thurmond in 1982 to attempt to circumvent Roe v. Wade and send abortion back to the states. And he was very passionate in his defense of that vote. Now he's the abortion during labor guy. Why? Because of woke. All these old bull Democrats are now all of a sudden hard-charging leftists. Now, some of them might have been radicals on the inside when they were younger people. The phrase was coat and tie radical. Get clean for gene. There was an understanding in the late 60s that the radical left was putting off the rest of the country. So they cut their hair, they put on suits and ties, and they buried themselves in bureaucracies at an education. Fact, fact, fact. So I don't know if Joe Biden held radical left beliefs as a younger man when he was getting five deferments from Vietnam. That's another thing. We heard bone spurs all day, every day. Bone spurs, bone spurs. All we heard about was bone spurs. We never once, not ever, hear from the media about his five Deferments. Why is that? Or is it that really as bad as you thought Trump was, as bad as you guys on the left thought Trump was, the gaggle of weirdos that you put together that formed the uh, the Democratic primary left you with no choice but for Joe Biden because you know damn well Elizabeth Warren wasn't going to win. Kamala Harris barely got 1%. Andrew Yang. I mean, some, I mean, come on. He was a fun guy. But some of these goofier candidates that you had, Marianne, what was it, Marianne Williamson, was just like, yeah, man, we just need to, like, you know, worship crystals. You had this bizarre gaggle of people that were almost entirely unserious. And, you know, I, it must be fun for the Amy Klobuchar's of the world to raise money and have people throw parties for you and probably get a book deal out of it and you're on TV a lot. But who was actually talking about Amy Klobuchar seriously as a presidential candidate? And it was like they were denying that they were running for vice president, which pff, the best you had in 2020 was a guy who ran twice before once had to exit the race because of plagiarism, the other because he barely got 1%. And again, that story, Barack Obama only ever took him because he needed an, a seemingly elder statesman 
to contrast his image of the young first black president, if we're being honest. But did you notice that Barack Obama was never really excited for the idea of Joe Biden running for president? Isn't that an indicator? When you have a president who doesn't seem very excited at the idea that his vice president, the person that would be next in line, a person he would probably trust with his innermost political thoughts and policy decisions, if Joe Biden was good enough to be vice president, maybe Barack Obama saw himself as a pretty healthy, strapping younger man, which he was, probably thought, well, it's pretty low risk that something bad's going to happen to me health-wise. So maybe he never considered Joe Biden as having to be ready on day one. But if, if Joe Biden was the guy to bring a certain stability, I guess, or I don't even know if the word's prestige, whatever it was, whatever hump that Obama's people decided they had to get over to win a national race, they picked Joe Biden. Well, were they not confident in him? If they, if they weren't confident, why did they pick him? Because a vice president has to be ready to be president. That's a fact. If Joe Biden wasn't ready to be president in the minds of Obama and his inner circle, why did they pick him? The sky is empty. And the Democrats are not getting a bump here. Well, I'm going to tell you something right now. This is, this is an absolute truth. These people think the country is, you know how that we talk about the real America? They don't care for this real America thing. They only care for where the power is. And power, political power, I know that Mao said all political power comes from the barrel of a gun, and it's true. But raw political power really comes from densely populated areas. The more people, and I've explained this, progressivism and big government naturally emanates from a city. The more people you have, the closer they live to one another, the more rules and more government you're going to have. In other parts of the country, the parts the left despises, the people are more self-reliant. They don't live on top. They tend not to live on top of one another. Tend not to. That How would a Democrat in ranch country, a real left-wing Democrat, you know, remember the show, is it still on, Wife Swap? Is that show still on? If we had state swap, if we had state swap and Kathy Hochul or Gavin Newsom had to switch places with, let's say, Christy Nome, who's going to be on the program in a little bit, what would Gavin Newsom offer people in South Dakota? These are people that don't want big government. They're skeptical of big government. The only way Gavin Newsom would be successful in South Dakota is if he somehow densified the population and made the, created a dependent on government class. That is the source of the left's power. Wine six six ninety five Patriot nine five seven two eight seven four. But the hard left in the big cities really hates the rest of the country. Because the rest of the country, they believe that they are the cosmopolitan intelligentsia and the rest of the country is full of idiot backward rubes who should know that they're inferior to the really smart people, let's say, in New York City or L.A. They, they think their job is to rescue you from yourself. And you know where that comes from directly? The Communist Manifesto. The townspeople were supposed to rescue the rural folk from the idiocy and simplicity of their life. 
by bringing all of this government apparatus to the hinterlands. It's in the Communist Manifesto. I'm not making it up. But Biden, for whatever reason, Biden, none of this is working. And the Democrats, who are frustrated as hell, are blaming the rest of the country. What do you mean you don't want more of us? What do you mean? You just have to suffer a little longer. We're making a transition. They really believe the country should be ruled by the kind of conversations they have at dinner parties on the Upper West Side of Manhattan. Well, of course, everybody should just plug their car in. Well, of course, we should have a national ban on plastic bags. Well, who the hell do these people think they are to put restrictions on abortion? But it turns out that a growing number of people, it's not a glitch. What's about to happen to the Democrats is not a glitch. They can blame it on Biden all they want, and then he deserves a lot of the blame. But the left has gone completely and totally too far. And nothing's going to, and their belief that they could save themselves with abortion and gun control or whatever, it's not working. When you have out of control inflation, to actually, to, well, gas prices came down 30 cents. Yeah, but they were up, they were up 100%. We went from two to we went from two dollar gallon gas to four dollars almost overnight. So when it gets to five and it comes down thirty cents, yes, that's nice, but you have to account for the rise in gas prices due to your policies. Turns out that inflation and this out of control border and high gas prices and food shortages and baby formula shortages, see that's the kitchen table. That's the kitchen table. The Democrats thought they could win. They're not winning at the kitchen table. Wine 695 Patriot 9572874. We're right, they're wrong. That's the end of the story. The arguments on this radio program cannot be broken. Serious XM Patriot. You can join me live on the Will Count Majority, Monday to Friday, noon to 3 East, 9 to noon west, on Serious XM Patriot, channel 125. <laughs>